Good morning, humanity! It's June 3rd, 2019, and it is Mondays with Bev and Paul once again. And hi, my name's Paul. Good morning, I'm Bev. You are. Yeah. What a day, what a day. How was your weekend? Good. Yours was good. Mine <laughs> I, was good. I know, yours was good. <laughs> Had a wedding. Married yep. off my stepdaughter and her husband and I officiated and we had Wonderful. medicine wheels and dancing and gongs and Perfect. flowers and cake and champagne and yesterday I couldn't move. <laughs> <laughs> Too much. Too much. <laughs> and uh, we also have a little uh, thing for all of you that we found out about Bev Wood over here. Uh-oh. She's moving out of Tucson. I am. Yes. Tell us about that. Oh, I'm going to Oregon. Not that far away. Uh-huh. And why? Because it's time. <laughs> it's time. Uh, and my brother is there. Right. And i um, really excited about, you know, just living around some family and everything. But the exciting thing, too, for all of us is that mm, we're going to just continue on. Yes. Yeah, just because like what we're doing. we have spent the past five years developing the ability to do BioTouch all around the world. And so we're going to test it. You know, we'll still be doing our Monday shows and we'll be doing our board meetings since Bev's the president of the board and she can come to the meetings through our Zoom. So it just goes on and on. And, and we really want to see how we can expand and, and yeah, hopefully open up a little something up there in uh, Medford. She's going to be in Medford, Medford, folks. So if you know anybody up there in the Oregon area, start contacting us because Bev's on her way. BioTouch is going to be there. I've already got some interest there already. Hey. I'm so excited. Yeah. All right. And the question for today, is BioTouch part of the new paradigm in integrative medicine? Great question. You know, it's time to have that yeah, conversation. Yeah, and we've based it off of, the again, the principles of integrative medicine that goes through a lot of the schools of integrative medicine, especially here at the University of Arizona, here in Tucson, and other integrative medicine schools around the world. Mm-hmm. And we've gone through a bunch of them so far, but we're going to go through number five and number six. Number five for the principles Integrative medicine neither rejects conventional medicine nor accepts alternative therapies uncritically. And number six, good medicine is based in good science. It is inquiry-driven and open to new paradigms. There's that word, Hmm. new paradigms. New paradigms. So we were were wondering, what is inquiry-driven? I know. When we first looked it up. So Uh we looked it up. And it's basically uh, inquiry-driven. is starts by posing questions or problems or hypotheses. Right. So that is uh, one of their first principles. You know, good medicine is good science, which is inquiry-driven. So yeah. the hypothesis, they always have, they have a hypothesis, and they're either going to prove it or disprove it. Right, right, right. And that's that's the thing. It's it's inquiry-driven. What if and how this and how that. And I guess that's what they term um, good medicine is good science, because I kind of set up for me like, oh, what is good science, right? (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, good science. Uh, Well, it's interesting because we, you know, we've quoted Bruce Lipton and so Mm. good. And I had uh, some friends are visiting and uh, this one lady was saying that her husband really doesn't like a lot of the foo-foo kind of stuff. (laughs) And I was like, 
Well, those days are over, really, because yeah. medicine is, is now showing the data. So good science is data-driven. Right. Gary exactly. Schwartz, that's his big thing. Data-driven. Show me the data. Show me the data instead of show me the money. Well, that's in there sometimes, too. <laughs> A lot. Show me the data. Mm -hmm. So that is the whole new We'll call it a paradigm now. You know, they're trying to create a new paradigm. Uh, one of the things when I went to that energy medicine conference mm -hmm. and they had me speak there, it was explained to me that the old paradigm was having to pick out the little details. So it, they related it to like a watch. And so when this cog turns this way, why does this one move this way and why does that? And so you, you want to find out all the little different details. And they called that the old paradigm. Mm, yeah. And, but when I looked at a lot of the research in the new paradigm, I was like, well, it seemed to come up with the same premise. They're still trying to figure out the little details. I, I think that's what happens when you, we, when you go through a transition. You're still coming from an old school of thought what, what do you and I say? We're still pouring new wine into old bottles. Yes. So, but, but I think that that's part of the change that, you know, we've been programmed to think a certain way that science is this and data is this. And now these, there are new paradigms in all of our lives on every, every aspect of our lives. It's coming in and, and health and healing is a big one. It's huge right. for all of us. So we participated in the data-driven part of science. Mm -hmm. One of the interesting things about that was we really made sure that we weren't going to use that because we'll talk a little more about how we sort of blow the whole paradigm out of the water. But we weren't going to use the data-driven information to be the reason why biotypes works. Right. Here's why, oh, we know now. Uh, but it just helped us understand, and especially for that part of our brain and for those who need the data, uh, it's like it was the language. You know, we have the manual in Japanese. We have it in Spanish, Portuguese, da 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 We wanted to have a manual in the language of data. So we just wanted to show again, remind people of what the data showed. And uh, here was one of them that we did with Gary Schwartz when he had the Human Energy Systems Laboratory. And as you can see, this was based on primary pain. And it says replicated over locations. One of the big things about data-driven uh, research, research yeah. is can you replicate your questionnaires over locations? And we did. We had a drug rehab community here in Tucson called Amity. We had a center in California. You can see on the bottom. We had one in Hawaii, one in Arizona. Those numbers next to it are how many people participated in those questions. And, you know, what do we have, Five, 800 people, 700 people? Yeah. That's a huge amount of people when you're doing research. And if you'll notice, the dotted line is pre, uh, I mean, the, the solid line is pre-pain area. Everybody up was, was around the seven. Interesting. And you could see immediate, this is pre and post session, immediately drop in pain levels. And when you see up here the P is less than 0 0.0001 up at the top of the chart there. That is highly significant data number. That means when you have that P there that, and those many zeros after the point, that it is not happenstance that you got the data that you did. Okay. So that is highly significant data. And so we also did it with 
feeling cared for, mm -hmm. stress reduction, and here's the one with stress. So you can see the solid line again is stress pre-session. And interestingly enough, you have Amity. We have a lot more people that were in this research study. <laughs> right. uh, Amity had a high level of stress, the drug rehab community. And Hawaii had the least amount of stress. No, yeah. <laughs> Wonder why. Go figure. <laughs> <laughs> but even with Hawaii, and especially at Amity, there was a huge drop in stress levels pre and post session. Yeah, I'm looking at the Amity one, and, and I've heard you say before, that's almost uh, people can pass out from that, going from that high to that much of a low. Yeah. It just really, whoosh, on and, your body. And even when we did it at the high school uh the kids felt very much, uh, well, A, they, they became afraid because they were gonna really tired. But even more importantly, and it, this is also because people talk about it reaching the endorphin levels, mm. they actually said, this is a better high than my marijuana. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so wow. the best high they ever got. So interestingly, and again, you've got that P factor less than 0. 0.0001. I mean, again, those are very key elements to the data, you know, so yes. the, the, you know, the, we do have data. Yes, we have good science. Right now, we also went with Dr. Stevenson, and that was a whole different group of people in Texas. And she added blood spot testing, saliva testing, mm -hmm. a huge questionnaire they use in medical research and found the same things. There you go with that replication. The replication, yeah. pain reduction, stress reduction, feeling more cared for, and the data came up with our stress cycle. We've shown it before. All these things in the upper half of the chart are actually showing you all the stressors in our life, whether it's DNA, genes, pain, relationships, diet, drugs, you know, the environment, and is part of, especially in the Western world, activation of accelerated aging pathways, which creates chronic stress, chronic stress, stress, stress. And then, you know, I just met a couple yesterday, had a pain, went to the doctor. They don't know. Well, it could be this, could be that. Could we give you some meds? And then you take the med. Then you get another problem. Chronic stress. People are locked into this cycle of chronic stress. She found if you put BioTouch into it, you improve, improve circadian rhythms, cortisol level release. You increase interleukin-12, which you can't take a supplement for yet, and which increases your uh, ability to fight infections and improves your quality of life. And you alleviate all these dementias, cardiovascular disease, on and on and on and on. You know, that's, you know, dealing with, uh, you know, even, uh, uh, what's the word? Preventative health care. Oh, yeah. Right. You know, before you get the problems. Well, you know what? When you were talking about, um, you know, how many times I'm hearing a lot of people saying, oh, I went to my doctor. I'm having all these tests and they don't know what's wrong with me. So maybe the new paradigm, because I'm I'm going to step out there and say something. I think BioTouch is the new paradigm um, and any modality like it that because we're saying what all the time we don't need to know. Uh, where your liver is or where this is happening, it's time for us to read our own bodies maybe. And that's what BioTouch can really help us to do to open us up to pay attention to. It's not, not that we're not saying don't go to your doctor if you're under a doctor's care. 
But, you know, that's the integrative that's approach. That's the integrative approach. Right. And, and we really support that and because we're and right. we're, we totally are part of it. But if you want to start talking about a new paradigm which hasn't presented itself, we're feeling these new paradigms on the horizon. But they are, like we were saying, we're in a transition and things are still from the old school of thinking in much of the allopathic um, community. And, but, in the future, what's going to happen? We're getting more and more people who are stepping in and saying, I need to take more responsibility for my own health care. I need to be asking the questions. Right. Because part of what we're finding when I was working in the integrative medicine approach is it still requires people to go to a professional, right. somebody who's done lots of training, mm -hmm. somebody who still has the patient-doctor relationship that we still give our oh, our life to somebody who knows more than we do. And so we still live in a little bit of fear, you know, a little mm -hmm. bit of, you know, oh, well, I can't do that. And, the, and even uh, some of the data-driven research is based on the more spiritual you are, the better healer you are. And so they're actually feeling, you know, they can now measure energy coming out of your hands and working with ores. I mean, the technology is getting us That's to the point. That's what's scary. Yeah. And so when you start relating that to, you know, what level you are in consciousness or in your life awareness, being that kind of a better of a healer, you've got the dichotomy. You've got the separation again. And what BioTouch is, we're going to read to you in our manual why we feel BioTouch is really on the cutting edge. It's really about the, um, the healing technique for the people. Yes. And so here, this is from our uh, preface here. And this is why. Everyone, everyone who is capable of understanding how to locate the few points described in this manual is qualified to participate in the healing process. The idea that the body's healing abilities may be affected simply through touching without recourse to religion, potions, social status, or other agents may seem absurd, but results are the criteria by which any method should be judged. And we were just talking about that in our research. But that's part of an old paradigm that if, if these new th thoughts about our own bodies are coming in and streaming into our consciousness that you, you know, and or unless you have hardcore evidence that touch can help, oh no, it's not, it's not relevant. It doesn't have any place in the healing process. And so in that sense, it's hard to get this out to people. You know, we have Eileen here who said, you know, our pharmacist, local pharmacist, <laughs> she said, agreed, not everything needs a name before you can get better. Right. That's, Thank you. That's Eileen. a new paradigm. And biotech, yes. you know, again, we're part of the integrative dialogue because we work with your doctor, we work with your your medical practitioner, your acupuncturist, your massage therapist, you know, all, all those people that do a lots of training. And we go to them because they can work with my body when I go to my acupuncture. She yeah. knows so much about my body yes. and knows where to put the the needles exactly. But with BioTouch, it gives us something we can do immediately without naming it, describing it, worrying about it, and we can do it at home. Yeah, that's the beauty of yes. it. Yes. Yeah. And right everybody is equally effective. Again, we have Rose with the, her husband who had the stroke. So, yeah. So that's, that's everyone. Right. There. 
everyone, everyone regardless of levels. So we always want to make sure that we teach you something. And so today we're going to teach you just the basic greeting. If you just did the greeting, a healing process would start. How long will that take you? If you do it to somebody and they do it to you? About 30 seconds. 30 huh? whole <laughs> seconds out of your day. I think you're worth it. Can we handle it? I don't know. The greeting is always performed at the beginning of each session. It's the only set that uses one hand and the only set that indicates which hand to use. The greeting is performed with the dominant hand. If you are right-handed, use your right hand. If you are left-handed, use your left hand. The greeting is made by touching at point one, which is in the fleshy area just below the bottom of the breastbone or sternum. Hold this point for six to eight seconds. Then with the same two fingers, touch point two on the back. To find point two, look for the big bone at the base of the neck. From here, move one to one and a half inches to the left. This is point two. Hold this point for six to eight seconds. More than one associate may work with a recipient provided that all of the associates perform the greeting. If the associate or the recipient leaves the session, or if someone who hasn't done the greeting touches either the recipient or the associate, the greeting must be reestablished. Then the session... Now there's a new paradigm. Boy, lucky dad, huh? Got <laughs> the greeting twice. <laughs> there's the new paradigm. Yeah. Equally. Everyone's affected. You can do it at home. You know, I'm reminded of what Eileen just talked about. You don't always have to have a definition. I used to hang out with this old man who never went to the doctor. And he'd look it up. He'd feel out his own problems. Because he said the one thing he didn't need was a description. Mm. Because the minute mm -hmm. it was described, now he made it a problem with all the other things that went along with it. Not that sometimes those those diagnoses don't help us. Right. But right. then whether we get the diagnosis or not, we know BioTouch can be applied immediately. And I think what BioTouch, I think for me the important thing about as we move forward and in integrative medicine really takes hold is that what BioTouch in the midst of all of that, working with your doctor, it begins a process where we begin to ask ourselves, what should I do? Where should I turn? Should I look it up in a book? Should I go to my doctor? Should I ask a friend? That's, I think that's a great place where BioTouch can help us begin because we start asking those questions based on how we are trusting. You know, it brings us into that we're, we're able to ask the questions. It's not just blindly going to somebody else. We become our best references. So we fit into the paradigm model. You know, we fit into all these principles of integrative medicine. And we always like to share with you our next workshop. Our next workshop is on death and dying. Now, this is going to be an awesome workshop. You know, uh, it, it, like somebody said, well, I'm not really sure that's a health condition. <laughs> well, it's a life condition. And, you know, it just sort of fits into that whole uh you know, it, it is dealing with health and, and how to help your loved ones through the death and dying process with speaker. We have John Abraham, Episcopal priest, thanatologist, which is the science. There it is again, the science, science. of death. It's going to be interesting to hear science. what the science is of that. And author and founder of numerous hospice programs. He, back in the 70s, was already 
part of the pioneering of wow. the hospice That's, program. I'm, I'm really excited, uh, basically because in this whole death and dying, why death and dying? Because, again, the quality of that journey is what BioTouch can change yes. for the person who's going through it and for those caring for that person. I'm it changes the whole arena for that to unfold yeah i've seen it over and over and over so as we get closer we'll share with you more um experiences we've had with the death and dying right so show up six o'clock on the fourth thursday of the month otherwise we'll live stream it we'll be posting it we'll send you an email about it if you want to get on our email list justtouch.com just uh click on there and uh, we'll actually send you the first 10 pages which includes the greeting so you can get it right away the other paradigm here is you can get it now. You can practice it now, and you're going to be effective now. Wow, right now, in right this now. moment. And right now, we want to say thank you for joining us. Yeah. Yeah, wow. good job. Thank you, Paul. Same to you, and thank you all for joining us this morning. It was wonderful, and as usual, See have you a next good week. week. If pain has got you down and you live in town, take a trip down to Pima Street. The people down there are people who care. They will get you back on your feet. Put love into action. Put love into action.